podcast is recording. Videos recording. Here I am alone again. Can't get out of this hole I'm in. It's like the walls are closing in. You can't help me, no one can. I can feel these curtains closing. I go to open them, but something pulls them closed again. Feels like I'm loathing in Las Vegas Haven't got the Vegas, why I'm so lost But I'd make you the small wager If I bet you I'll be in tomorrow's paper With the odds favor I'm so much like my father You would think that I knew him I keep pacing this room Valuing and chasing with booze One little taste it'll do Maybe I'll take it and snooze Then tear up the stage in a few Fuck the cold 45 I'ma need something stronger If I pop any caps It better be off of vodka Round after round after round I'm getting loaded That's a lot of shots, huh? I don't wanna be alone But foremost and first, uh, old Lizbo Cheney has a, a wild and crazy theor- theory about the January 6th riot. Uh, this, yes, this is still going on. And it's going on because the Democrats have nothing to go on this year. Uh, the anti-Trumpers have nothing to stop him with. And yes, there's still factions within the Republican Party, the Matt Borgeses, the Lincoln Pedo Projects, uh, and those sorts that are just uh, hell-bent on there never being a President Trump because it interferes with their ability to bribe people. And we'll get later to somebody else who cannot be bought, paid for, or or have their soul sold, which is Ron DeSantis, but that's later on. Um, But if they can connect this January 6th nonsense and it was nonsense on a lot of levels okay the people who went into the capitol and rioted were bad people okay we're not making excuses for them there's no excuse whether it was the antifa antagonists the fbi provocateurs or the general idiots that really thought they would somehow stop the recount or the counting of the electoral college. They shot us in the foot, shot our effort to legally have the election recounted at the state level in the foot. But Liz Cheney radicals in the Democrat Party, they think if they can tie Trump and enough Republicans into this uh, insurrection, as they call it, uh, a a riot of stupidity is what I call it, Uh, they think if they can tie enough of us into this that they can keep us from running for office. Now, mind you, Dick W. Cheney, Liz Cheney's dad, was one of the most corrupt, elitist, globalist scumbags uh, to ever grace, disgrace, I should say, American politics. All right. Uh, In 1990, 91, Dick W. Cheney had been around for eons at that point. And he was the first George Bush's Secretary of Defense or State, state, I believe. And he tried to take over the planning of Operation Desert Storm from General Colin Powell, uh, who 
Powell was Secretary of Defense, and Nor Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf was the general on the ground uh, in this desert storm, or some call it the first Gulf War, the first Iraq War, whatever it was, the first oil war, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I still feel like Kuwait owes the United States a lifetime of free oil, but that never happened. Just like the, the tons and tons of oil, or gallons and gallons of oil, I guess I should say, uh, that were supposed to come out of Iraq uh, never came. You know, um, and the world, as you see, runs on oil. This green new stuff is not going to be around for a while. It's not going to be effective for a while. Just ask Germany. Anyhow, Dick W. Cheney and Liz, now Liz Cheney. And Dick Cheney's still alive, I think. Uh, probably still pulling strings behind the scenes like the evil Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars. So Liz Cheney reveals chilling and well-organized conspiracy behind January 6th. This is just stupid. Uh, this is from uh, an outlet called Raw Story. There's old Lizbo. Uh, Liz Cheney, Republican Wyoming, who soon to be former Republic representative from Wyoming, I hope. I don't know if she got primaried out yet or not. Anyways, has called Jan the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol a, quote, well-organized, end quote, conspiracy. During an interview with Robert Costa on CBS Sunday morning, Cheney was asked if she believed the events of January 6th amounted to a conspiracy. Quote, I do, Cheney revealed. It's extremely broad, it's extremely well organized, it's extremely chilling, end quote. <laughs> and then there's a video of Trump uh, criticizing old Liz. Let's see what Trump had to say about Liz Cheney. Back, back the truck up a little bit here on the video to hear what Trumpy Bebe had to say. Say, all right, one second here. Let's pause, play that. Well, Wyoming deserves a congresswoman who stands up for you and your values, not one who spends all of her time putting you down, going after your president in the most vicious way possible. And loving, endless, nonsensical, bloody, horrible wars that never end, they just never end. You would know Wyoming deserves a congresswoman who stands up for you and your values, not one who spends all of her time putting you down, going after your president in the most vicious way possible. And loving, endless, nonsensical, bloody, horrible wars that never end, they just never end. Yeah. That's about right. The Cheneys love their wars, and they love ongoing war and crises in America. So, let's get the rest of this article in. Liz or Cheney said that parts of the Republican Party had become a cult of personality surrounding former President Trump. There's that cult word again. Degrading us. I, I have put 24 years of my life, and I'm getting ready to retire from politics, and you will hear some shit come out when I do. But this is ludicrous, what she is saying. Did, that, did anything on January 6th, 2020, look well <laughs> organized to you? Because it looked like a cluster to me. There was no organization. There were some people that 
one thought they were supposed to enter the Capitol. We have numerous uh, pictures and videos of police pulling back barricades and waving them through. And there were others, yes, that thought that they could go inside and throw a fit and they would uh, stop the electoral count. But these people were unarmed. They were stupid. And a lot of them left when the security said, no, you're not supposed to be in here. The common sense, the good security, not the ones that were shooting Ashley Babbitt at random. Um, <clears throat> Costa wondered why the white or the House Majority Leader McCarthy continues to support Trump uh, after he cited a riot at the Capitol, or pardon me, after he incited a riot at the Capitol, meaning after Trump incited the riot. Trump was still talking when the riot started. You could vaguely say, if you really want to stretch the truth, that the things that Trump was saying in the days leading up, like, it's going to be wild, be there, and incited some stupid people. But during his speech, he said, peacefully walk down to the Capitol and let your voices be heard. The, the edited clip that they show you, Trump says you're going to have to fight like hell for your rights because I'm not inferring because he's not going to be there to protect your rights. And, you know, there's the famous meme where it's Trump and it says that it says they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just in the way. And in a way, that means correct. I don't know if Trump ever actually said those words, but it was correct. Let's go on here and read a couple more sentences from this article. What, quote, what keeps Kevin McCarthy so close to Trump? Fear or something else, Costa said. And... Cheney goes back to say, wait a second, had a pop-up. Cheney said, quote, I think some of it is fear. I think it's also uh, cavern politics, calculation. I think that he has decided that, you know, the most important thing to him is the attempt to be Speaker of the House, which he will be. Uh, therefore, he is embracing those in our party that are who are anti-Semitic. Oh, horse shit. Donald Trump's daughter is married to a Jew, which makes his daughter a Jew. How, If he were anti-Semitic, he would disown his daughter and his son-in-law or not have allowed them to get married. There's nobody anti-Semitic. The anti-Semites in Congress are AOC and the Squad, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. Oh my gosh. She goes on to say, he's embracing those in our party who are white nationalists. Oh, come on. Playing the race card? There's, there is no white nationalism. There is no white supremacy anymore. It's done. Those five inbreds somewhere buried in a, a cabin in the woods, hunkered down like hayheads, they don't count. There's no mass white supremacy conspiracy in this country. This bitch is just going after people left and right, and it's evil and it's dividing the country. She continues to say he is lying about what happened on January 6th and he's turned his back on the Constitution. No, that's you, Liz. You're the liar. Your dad was a liar and a genocidal, homicidal, warmonger maniac. 
here's something from the Des Moines Register that caught my eye. Uh, uh, opinion. Iowa Republicans successfully fight back as Biden causes America to crumble. Well, I don't think anyone with an ounce of common sense would dare to argue with that. After Governor Kim Reynolds' uh, condition of the state address in January, I told Iowans it takes, quote, it takes one look at Washington or just about any other state in the country to realize the fields of opportunity Iowa has to offer. That's true. There's there's a world grain shortage in Iowa, the corn huskers, no, the Hawkeye State, but they are certainly a place that could very well benefit with the rich farmland and, and whatever may lay under the soil from the coming grain crisis or the grain shortage that is here. Uh, and perhaps even the oil shortage, if there's shale under there. Uh, see here. Now that is, the, or pardon me, that is this year's legislative session. Now that this year's legislative session has ended, the results only further prove my prior claim. Joe Biden and Democrats have left us everyday Americans in the dust. We f- face inflation a crisis at our southern border, record spending, and chaos abroad. Yes, you, have you noticed how much more chaos there is in the world without Dennis Rodman and Donald Trump lobbying for world peace? Not to mention Jared Kushner making deals to keep Arab countries from attacking Israel. Deals that only a businessman would think of. Deals that link Israel and these Arab nations economically, and it's all about the Benjamins. It's all about the money. Benjamin Franklin, you know, on the $100 dollar bill. Uh, But look at this. Uh, The article goes on to say, We now face a massive baby formula shortage created by Biden's own Food and Drug Administration and the highest gas prices in history. We are not the strong, respected country we were under Donald Trump. Amen. Hallelujah. Pass the Tylenol. Des Moines Register. Iowa Op-Ed Board. That hits the nail on the head. You can say what you want. If you want to believe the lies that Donald Trump was lying in bed with Vladimir Putin, you need to go see my psychiatrist. Because you got a screw or two loose. Alright? But the fact of the matter is Donald Trump kept us out of new wars for four years. People like the Cheneys and the military-industrial complex and the deep state did not like that because it, it threatens their income. They put their own financial gains ahead of the lives of the American soldiers. We're coming up, we're a few hours away from June 6th, which I think should be a national holiday. D-Day, the 6th of June, when brave young Americans stormed the beaches of Normandy to liberate the continent of Europe. And we have people in charge now in this country, in our government, that just want to see endless war after war after war. You know, that money that you keep hearing, the aid for Ukraine, it's not, you know, food or clothing going to the homeless, starving Ukrainian refugees. A lot of that money goes right to American defense contractors and into the pockets of Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney's old friends in the military industrial complex in the deep state it's all out there people you just gotta look for it uh, in places other than CNN and PMS NBC and Fox News 
Fox spelled F-A-U-X. I'm going to take a short quickie here. Reset. And let's talk about this gun, these gun violence. I've never seen so many uh, shootings like this in a, in a short amount of time. Now, if you're in Chicago or New York or Detroit, you're just, you're like, oh, just another day at the office. We, don't know. we get, you know, 10, 20 people shot daily. What are you bitching about? But we'll get into that here in a second. In a second. Or maybe two seconds. Hell, maybe three or four. Who knows? Those sexy, sultry voices of the pistol Annies. That's who's playing in the background right now. Uh, this caught my eye. This is scary. Uh, this is from Newsweek. And it says Judge zip tied, shot by militia member who had Whitmer on hit list. Uh, according to the police. Uh, I hope the judge survived. A man accused of fatally, well, God rest her soul, former Wisconsin judge on Friday morning reportedly had a hit list uh, included several elected officials, including Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Though... Juana Juana County Sheriff's Office Juna County Sheriff's Office uh, received a call approximately 6.30 a.m. reporting an armed person inside the new Lisbon home the Wisconsin Department of Justice uh, said in a statement when authorities arrived they tried to negotiate with the alleged shooter however several attempts uh, after several attempts, they entered the home at 10.17 a.m., found a 68-year-old homeowner dead. Police also found a 56-year-old man, later identified as Douglas K. Ude, in the basement suffering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to the DOJ. The man had, uh, was then taken to a medical facility and is in critical condition, according to Attorney General Josh Call. Hopefully he dies. Uh, doesn't deserve to live. The victim has since been identified as John Romer, who... John Romer, who previously served as Juna County uh, Judge, according to local stations. The officers entered the home, found him zip-tied to a chair and fatally shot. Authorities believe Romer was targeting, or Romer was targeted according to the DOJ press release, uh, local news station WTMJ reported the suspect was a member of a militia. Oh gosh. These idiots. You get four or five drunk guys with some shotguns and they call themselves a militia and then they marry their cousins and screw their sisters. And that's a militia. Law enforcement told the news station they found a hit list inside the suspect's car including several elected officials. Uh, Governor Whitmer, uh, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. So this was a bipartisan lunatic. Uh, I've often made fun of Mitch McConnell on this, but I do not encourage violence. I encourage voting. So hopefully this scumbag succumbs to his, his self-inflicted wounds. If he wanted to kill himself, just, why didn't they just leave him lay there to die? Screw him. 
I know you want to see justice, and that's not nice to say, oh, he should die from his wounds, but no. You killed somebody. You deserve to die, too. Um, again, another thing to help... Pardon me. Uh, this is a sad situation, and God rest the soul of the, the judge, former judge that was shot and killed. But this will be another bullet point, another talking point for Democrats to say, oh, look at these evil white supremacists. See, Republicans don't want to pass our anti-white supremacy bill because their supporters are white supremacists. Well, this cracker from this militia had all white people on his kill list, but militia, supposed militias, there's no such thing. Supposed militias are associated with white supremacy. White people are not supreme. If anything, we're inferior. Good God, go talk to a, a Chinese or a Hong Kong immigrant. And we're, white people are dumber than boxes of rocks. Um, don't get me started on athleticism. Don't, don't you remember the the movie White Men Can't Jump? We're not superior to shit. So th this is just going nuts. This the, All this news about shootings and mass shootings and stuff like that. It's all in the news. I've never seen this many so close together. And it's, again, a campaign point for Democrats. Now, I talked in other videos and podcasts about, you know, MK Ultra and the government's ability to program people to carry out missions and then forget that they carried out the mission. Uh, but that aside, the Cincinnati Enquirer has an op-ed. So you can look this up and read all of it, but here are the highlights. It, it's called Forget gun control, it's time for ammunition, excuse me. Forget gun control, it's time for ammunition control. First few lines of the article, it says, Guns don't kill people, it's bullets from guns. Uh, and then they go after, you know, the Second Amendment was meant for a, uh, an organized militia. Not, I assume they're saying it's not for ordinary people. Uh, they cite that in 2018, 8.7 billion rounds of ammunition were produced in the United States. Now, some of those went probably, I don't know, the, that's the, the whole scoop. So I'm sure some of that went to arms manufacturers, to the military. Not all of it was in civilian hands. <coughs> this author thinks that 10 to 12 rounds per gun is sufficient for self-defense. Now, you have to put yourself in a self-defense scenario. Not everyone is as good a shot as Kyle Rittenhouse. Usually the first few rounds totally miss the target in a, that's what I've been told, and I don't have any factual uh, evidence for that, but that's what I hear. If someone's not trained to handle a gun under a pressure situation, as in someone's breaking into your house, you will miss the first few shots. Now, that could be enough to scare them away if they are armed. They now have time to react and shoot back at you. Now, you can have a 10, 12 round magazine in your gun and reload with another 10 or 12 round magazine. I don't know if these people are wackadoo enough to say, hey, everyone gets 10 or 12 bullets and that's your, 
your supply until it runs out. I, I, I don't know. Usually bullets come in uh, boxes of like 50. At least when I've bought them. And then you put, what? Well, how much did my, I think my magazine held nine. And then if I wanted to put one in the chamber, but I, I don't, I didn't. Just kept the nine in the magazine. Uh, but anyways, could that be enough to defend yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I suppose. It just depends on how good of a shot you are and the situation. But I think every American needs to be prepared right now with, you know, a gun that holds 10 rounds at least, and you need to be out practicing, uh, and you need to be trained because it's a dangerous world we're living in. And there are more shootings, more deaths from just every ordinary, everyday ordinary criminals than there are in mass shootings. That's the truth. And there are 1.6 million times where the defensive use of a firearm in one year stopped crime, stopped someone from being assaulted, raped, murdered, robbed. And 81% of the time, the person with the firearm didn't even have to fire a shot. So guns save more lives than than murderers take, or I should say good people with guns save more lives than homicidal maniacs uh, kill every year. But here, oh, somebody that's not playing games, Ron DeSantis, this dude don't play, homie don't play that. You attack his citizens, you attack good Americans, or if he even thinks you are, he's going to fight back. And that's why some people prefer him over Donald Trump in 2024. Uh, Deadspin is reporting DeSantis pulls raise funding after gun control tweets donation. Governor DeSantis vetoed $35 million in state funding to a player development development facility uh, which would also be used as a youth baseball complex so it would have a use for the citizens and for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays or the Tampa Bay Rays I guess they took the devil out of their name for political correct reasons anyways uh, after the Tampa Bay Rays tweeted about gun control and tweeted that they were donating $50,000 to Every Town for Gun Safety. Every Town for Gun Safety is a, an anti-gun organization. So DeSantis said, well, you're going to attack our right to arm bears. We're going to take your funding away. Homie, don't play that. So, let's see here. Chattanooga, Tennessee, three dead, 14 shot uh, in a mass shooting. They're like one after another all of a sudden. And this is like normal days in Chicago, New York, and Detroit people. At least three people are dead and 14 shot following a shooting outside a nightclub in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is the second mass shooting in the city in the last week. Two people died from gunshot wounds, and a third died after being hit by a car, according to the Chattanooga Police Chief Celeste Murphy. Three other people were injured by vehicles fleeing the scene. So, even if you're trying to outrun a bullet, look both ways before you cross the street. I guess that's the point of the article. Sorry, I have to be sarcastic. The chief told reporters the shooting was an isolated incident and there were likely multiple shooters. Murphy said the circumstances of the shooting are still unknown and appealed to the public for help uh, and information. 
Regardless of how small and insignificant you may think it is, please reach out to us. So any information that someone has, give, always report things to the police. There's, there's not, nothing to hide. There's no good that comes from hiding information or evidence from the police when they're investigating something. Um, Hero Mom in Uvalde. This is still an ongoing evolving situation um, from the Washington Examiner newspaper Hero Mom says Uvalde police threatened her if she didn't stop telling her story now they can't do that, that's not cool a mother who ran into Robb Elementary School to rescue her two children during the Uvalde school shooting accused law enforcement of threatening her threatening her to keep her from telling her story to the press. Well, the best thing you can do in that case is go to the press. So if something happens to you, you get arrested, everybody knows why. And you have the right to tell your story. You have a First Amendment right to free speech, people. Uh, Angeli Gomez said she was threatened by an officer who warned her she would be charged with obstruction of justice if she did not stop telling her story the charge would have serious consequences because she was on probation for a crime she said she committed nearly 10 years ago 10 years later and she's still on probation that's a serious crime she committed uh, she added that a local judge said there would be no legal repercussions for her telling her story that's true Gomez said she had been at the school in Uvalde, Texas for a graduation ceremony earlier in the day when she heard there was a shooting in progress. Gomez hurried to the school and confronted police officers about why they were not in the school rescuing children. They were. The incident ended with the mother being arrested by federal agents. Uh, quote, he said, well, you're going to have, uh, we're going to have to arrest you because you're being very uncooperative, end quote. Gomez said to CBS News, quote, I said, well, you're going to have to arrest me because I'm going in there. Y'all are standing with snipers, and y'all are far away. If y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. The police were in there. Alright? Now, the, the truth is being sorted out in an investigation. And maybe officers did do something wrong but it's hard to sit here and an armchair quarterback or Monday morning quarterback this when we were not there there were officers setting up a perimeter the worst thing you could have had is our parents running around that school looking for their kids because they would have either gotten shot by the gunman or by the police that were evacuating children because obviously these parents were not following commands from the police. But I refuse to call the police in Uvalde anything but heroes and law enforcement officers. So another massive shooting in uh, Cedar Rapids, this is another one in Iowa, uh, or no, the, the story I read before about Iowa was something different, never mind. Uh, shooter, victim, and Ames shooting were members of Iowa National Guard. This sounds to me a little more like a love triangle. Two of the three people who died in a shooting outside an Ames church on Thursday were members of Iowa National Guard according to officials. Eden Montag, 22, joined the Guard in August 2019. She was shot and killed by Jonathan 
Whitlatch, 33, who joined the Guard in September 2015. Which, which last that, which Whitlatch, pardon me, then killed himself, according to police. Neither were on active duty status. Montag was a monetary affairs specialist. Uh, Whitlatch was most recently a human resources specialist. He had previously served as an infantryman uh, in Corning, Johnson, and Shenandoah. We are devastated by the tragic news, Major General Ben Cornell, Cor, Corel, <laughs> Adjunct General of the Iowa National Guard, said, Our hearts are with all who are impacted, including the victims, families, Ames, Iowa, Ames, Iowa State, and Cornerstone Church communities, friends and fellow service members. Um, a Vivian Flores, 21, was also shot and killed by Whitlatch outside Cornerstone Ames Church, according to police. So this is another shooting. This sounds like a crime of passion, but it's going to be more, pardon the pun, ammunition for Democrats in the fall and for the anti-gun people uh, campaigning. So, lastly but not leastly, the House Democrats or pardon me, a House Democrat plans to introduce a bill that would hit AR-15s with a 100 or 1,000% tax and could pass Congress without GOP support. I'm not sure how you can get this through the Senate without Republican support. It could pass the House without Republican support because all you need there is a simple majority. Uh, this is from the liberal left-wing uh, Business Insider newspaper. So, here we go. A recent string of mass shootings is causing Representative Don Bayer, B-E-Y-E-R, to seek an aggressive tax on AR-15-style weapons. Well, what's an AR-15 style weapon? AR is uh, Armalite Rifle. It's a brand name. It's the name of a company. So, anyways, just so you know that. Byer said his bill has a creative pathway to restrict AR-15 sales with only Democrat votes. It faces steep odds against passage in an election year. So I said this before. They had another gun, uh, anti-gun bill in Congress that would force you to buy if insurance on your gun every year. Uh, you would be held accountable, which you should be, if your gun is used in a crime. And actually, I think you can be. Even if your gun is stolen... You better report that to the police very quickly because if that weapon is used in a crime, you can be held responsible. But uh, you could be sued by the family or something like that uh, if your gun is used for nefarious means, even if someone stole it from you. Uh, I'm not sure of the law in every state, but I, you can, I'm pretty sure you can be held responsible if your gun is used in a crime. And well, you should be. Uh, so, it goes on to say, the U.S. has experienced a string of mass shootings in the past three weeks. Buffalo, Uvalde, Tulsa. Uh, they left out the one that was in Tennessee. Well, two that were in Tennessee. Uh, that have left scores of adults and children dead. The one in Tulsa... It was another crime of passion, I think, because there was a specific doctor targeted by that shooter. It wasn't 
the the random mass shooting uh, by a psychopath. Well, he was a psychopath. You don't kill people unless you got a screw loose, okay? But by definition, I'm not sure that the person in Tulsa was a psychopath as much as uh, the the guy in Uvalde, Uvalde and uh, the cracker in Buffalo were. But, again, like I've been saying, all of this is just campaign fodder for Democrats this fall. This is all a way for them to say, oh, Republicans don't love you. And on the other hand, they think that if Republicans support these gun measures, these anti-gun measures, it will hurt them with their base. But there are enough pissed off suburbanite soccer moms that have switched because they, when their kids were homeschooled during that pandemic, they saw the horse shit that the Democrats were shoving down kids' throats, the propaganda, and the, the in, insane things like critical race theory, uh, new math, all of that uh, common core math, uh, things like that, that are just making life more difficult. <laughs> They've taken 2 plus 2 and turned it into a, a mathematical equation. <laughs> it's like 2 plus 2 equals 4. There, it's done. You know? Uh, parents my age that help their kids with homework are like yeah this plus this equals this and the kids go well that's not how the teacher does it there's supposed to be all this other math underneath the problem and we're like why I mean anyhow but it's not the common core stuff it's the the gender identity politics that some school districts are teaching uh, that have turned soccer moms into, oh, hey, you ain't telling my kid how to think, moms. Good job, soccer moms. Um, but the Democrats, back to this gun issue, one, they think they can paint Republicans as hating minorities because we want to see them murdered by homicidal maniacs. Uh, that's not true. They want to paint all Republicans as supporting wacko militias like that guy that shot the judge. Um, they want to paint us all as white supremacists that are radicalized by Twitter uh, and go and shoot up a black grocery store. Uh, this is all campaign stuff campaign fodder. I want to keep wanting to say campaign ammunition, but then that sounds a little weird in the context uh, of the whole conversation. But this is their plan because they have nothing else to run on. You've seen their policies ruin our energy independence. You've seen the Democrat policies ruin the economy. You've seen their policies ruin baby formula for crying out loud. So they have to turn your attention from that to something else. And it's going to be this, this gun issue. I saw another article that I must have deleted that uh, Democrats in Congress want Joe Biden, even his own party wants him to stay out of their way. But they want him to stay out of bipartisan negotiations with Republicans on... Uh, gun control or gun rights uh, matters that are going through the Congress right now. And the biggest thing is we need to have guns in the hands of trained, organized people or trained, intelligent, safe people that can protect themselves and others. We need to enforce gun laws that are on the books. They are lying when they say there are not universal background checks. 
When you go to a gun show, you have to get a background check. When you go to a gun store, you have to get a background check. And you have to be a certain age to buy a pistol. Most places it's 21. Uh, and you have to be 18 to buy a rifle or a shotgun. Now they want to raise that age limit to 21. That's not going to matter. You know, what if the guy, the guy from Uvalde was intent on getting a gun and he said four years ago he was going to do this. He was arrested. So he should not have passed a background check. Secondly, at the Mexican border, trust me, I have family that are in law enforcement down there. You can get any and all the guns you freaking want from the cartels and the other nefarious people anywhere in America. You can get a gun off the street from a guy that lives in a van down by the river if you want. If you want to hurt people and you're crazy, you're going to do it. Let us defend ourselves. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Pass the Tylenol. God bless you all. Pray for one another. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. This is Americana, the American way, signing off. Nanu, Nanu, Mork from Ork.